Brought to you by the Positive Aging Community, the leading resource for senior housing, aging in place, and professional resources. For more than 33 years, the Positive Aging Community has fostered a community that helps make choices easier and more accessible. Hello and welcome to the Glowing Older Podcast, where we interview experts on innovation in the business of aging well. I'm your host, Nancy Griffin, and I'm so pleased to be here today with Jeannie Ralston, the co-founder of Next Tribe. Welcome to the program, Jeannie. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Nancy. Well, thank you. I'm a big fan of Next Tribe, and I'm looking forward to digging in. But before we start, tell us about your background. Well, I have always been a, a magazine writer. I mean, as an adult, that's my been my career. And I've written a book, a memoir. And uh, so writing has always been really important to me. And I started Next Tribe with the focus of it being a digital magazine for women over 45 who are aging boldly. And that age age boldly is our tagline. Um, and it's grown into a lot more than that after, uh, uh, after it started over the past six years. And um, we still have the magazine. We still have top writers working, you know, writing stories about all the triumphs and challenges and uh, issues that you confront at this age. And a lot of times we have they do so with a with a sense of humor. Um, so it's a, that's always there. But we've branched out into other directions as well. So um, I want to hear about those different directions, but what was your inspiration uh, when you started the site? I know you have a business partner, but what what was your inspiration? Well, um, my oldest, I mean, excuse me, my youngest son went off to college. This was in 2016, the fall of 2016. And I had been a really hands-on mom. I mean, I, I, I worked and wrote the whole time, but I was always involved with their lives. And so I kind of was looking around like, okay, what now? My gosh, there's just this big gulf. I don't know what to do with myself. So I went online and looked to see what was, uh, you know, what kind of inspiration was out there, what kind of uh, resources for women like me. And I wasn't wholly satisfied with what I found. I felt like it was either there was info and platforms and websites for older like much older women or um nothing at all and what i did find was everything was very earnest or it was kind of acting like you know the end has come and you're <laughs> go to pasture it's done just give it up and i just kept i just would read those things and think well gosh i just feel at the peak of my life i mean i've i've always worked i've accumulated lots of skills and experiences that i think can still be useful and I can use them. And um, so I just I started thinking that way. And and I also liked wanted uh, something that emphasized fun and, you know, the excitement and challenges and, and I mean, of and an opportunity. So I really intentionally put together something that um, it, it's for women in this this kind of 45 to 70 ish uh, age range where we still have so much going. We've got our health. We've got uh, ideas and and something to contribute to society. And I really, it became very clear to me that this was a phenomenon uh, new to this generation because you know our mother's generation 
possibly did not work or you know their job their main job was raising kids and and nothing wrong with that of course but so after they their kids were raised there was not it was kind of like okay job done now let's just let's just coast a bit but i did i felt like this in this generation with you know our focus on health and and just staying vital and with our work experience i felt like there it was different there's different it's a different whole feeling at this age. It's like, I still want to have fun. I still go out with my friends. We we go on road trips. You know, we laugh and, and maybe drink too much, get a tattoo. <laughs> you know, so it's just, it's there's no reason to, to be, to feel less than or to act in some kind of way that the, you know, society has deemed this is appropriate for women at this age it's I, I think it's it's wide open it's it's you to me aging boldly means aging in any way that feels good and right to you and and that's uh that's what i want to emphasize that is so true i mean i i couldn't be more in agreement with what you just said so you started with content and community and you segued into events and travel which is yes super exciting so talk to us about some of the milestones and the events that you do and the trips yes absolutely so um i started i, I was living in austin texas when we when i launched it and we quickly uh realized that women at this age they don't want their whole social life to be on the screen uh, this was before covid and uh you know I, I feel like we're just now getting out of that that sense as as well but before covid for sure we were feeling like women needed wanted to be in touch with each other and so we started small activities in the austin area just to bring women together and you know there's nothing as exciting to me as seeing a bunch of like-minded women at this age in a room together the energy the sparks that just the the uh, comfort level, the camaraderie, all of that happens. And I think uh, when I saw that, I realized, oh, we've got to do more like this, more things like this. And so we started, uh, the first thing we did, we started a, a, an event series called Out Loud. And um, it's just, it was accomplished women you know, women who succeeded in business or in the arts or, uh, you know, in, in activism, uh, all kinds of, of different fields talking about what's possible at this age. And so we started that series and we've done them in Austin, New York and L.A. And those they're huge successes. I mean, we, we were just so excited about the response that women women who attended when they saw that there was a, there was something devoted just to them and it wasn't kind of like uh this is an aging conference and we're going to talk about how your calcium is depleting or your bones or <laughs> you know it wasn't it was like it was like celebration like yay we've got this time and we've got this opportunity let's make the most of it so it was it, people responded so well because it's it was it was a woman's empowerment a message but it packaged in a really fun party like way and so um we got such great response for that and at the same time i started i used to live in san miguel de allende in mexico and it's a if, if you don't know that the city it's a 
huge international destination is always voted in the top international destinations by travel magazines. And so I, I, because I know the city so well, I decided to, to bring some people from Nextrod to the, to the town. And it, that was a big hit because I, you know, I was able to show them places and, and, and introduce them to people, things they wouldn't be able to do if they just went to that, uh, on the trip by themselves. And again, I saw on, on that trip that this quick bonding, um, among these women. And when you're in a, you know, an exciting new space, you're exploring together, you know, you, you are, you have similar attitudes about aging and, and this time in life and quickly just saw how deeply the the women uh, connected. So after that, I started adding a few more trips a year. And it's become apparent to me that um, that travel is what should be one of our main focuses. And so we've really leaned into that. Last year, we added new, uh, you know, about four new trips, including um, a trip to Paris, and then a trip to the, I, I led a group to, on the Inca Trail. Um, so we, we hiked the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu. There were 12 of us. And talk about bonding. Once you've gone through something like that, it's it's just amazing how, how well, how closely aligned you are, like family, seriously. And, um, and then this year, we're adding even more trips. Uh, we're doing a creativity retreat in Umbria. We're doing a wellness retreat in Colorado in August. Um, we're doing Santa Fe in September. I'm doing um, West Texas, uh, Marfa and Big Bend in December, early December. Marfa is an international arts center that's very remote and hard to kind of get to and get to under uh, to know so i've i've i know it very well and I, we've brought a group there before and we've got to see things that you you know you rarely see any anywhere else um if you i mean if you if you were just there by yourself so that's the kind of thing that we're we're really focusing on and we still have our magazine and we do newsletters. We have memberships where you get discounts on events and trips and you get access to special con content and access to our, all of our archives. Uh, we have a short story contest coming up with the deadline of May 8th. And if you're a member, you get a special consideration. You get first consideration uh, during the for the contest. So, um, you know, we just have, we see it, I see it now as community and travel for bold women over 45. I think that's how we say it now. <laughs> Tell us, share some of these huge numbers of growth. Uh, where where are you on membership? What are you in monthly uh, traffic we, to the website? Yeah, traffic to the website, it go, you know, goes up and down. Uh, we are at 60,000 unique viewers a month on that. We have 100,000 Facebook followers. Um, we have 20,000 on our uh, in our newsletters, newsletter, which is, you don't have to be a member to get our newsletter, but then we have a membership, paid membership, where that's about, we have about 1,500 paid members across the country. But we're, you know, we're looking to, to grow that. And, um, you know, we do, 
Um, this year we'll do 14 trips and next year, you know, we're adding India and uh, Cuba and a ski trip. I try to do a, a variety of shorter domestic trips and longer international trips. So pe people can find a, a price range and a, and a length and, and that suits them. It would be, I can't do, I don't want to do all big international trips because that people can't, not everyone can fit it in their budget or their schedule. So, uh, so we're adding, keep adding more trips and, um, we just hope the, the number of travelers will grow, the number of members and, um, the number of people who, who come to the website and see that we've, uh, we've got some really great content, got really great articles written specifically for next tribe there. It's all original. It's all, um, uh, women who have, um, I mean, by writers who write for, you know, magazines like the New Yorker or the Vanity Fair. So it's, it's, it's the real, the writers are the real deal. <laughs> wow. Well, I love it. I mean, it sounds like the, there's a lot of accessibility and a lot of different touch points, um, where you can come and interact with next tribe. Yes. Yes. Um, they're really, and some people ask like, well, how do you describe it, your company? And I was like, ah, you know, it's, it's hard because I, I feel like women this age who are so multi-layered, that's how I think about, uh, next tribe. It's hard to just say we're, it's not like, oh, we're just fashion or we're just health. We do articles on all of that. And, um, and, so we have a, but we have a lot of content and, and all these things, but the, the really the whole, you know, the central premise is just to, to help women this age reach their potential and see their potential and to connect women. I mean, I think there's lots of studies. I'm sure you've done stuff about this. Like it's harder to meet women, you make friends at this age because you maybe, you know, after your kids leave school, uh, you don't have that same exposure to other other women or maybe you retired or maybe you went through a divorce or something like that. There's lots of transitions at this age and to, to, to make new friends and, and hook up with women who are like-minded, it, it, it gets harder. So that's, that's really important to me is to, to see that kind of those connections being made. I, I completely agree. And it sounds like one of the things that makes the next uh, tribe trip so special is, is the insider perspective and the highly curated groups of women. And so how do you, how do you choose or uh, how do the women self-select so that you get the, the right groups of women for the right trips? And, you know, that's a good, I think it's more the self-selecting. I think that's a good point. I don't, it's, we don't go, you know, we don't interview people beforehand to see if they're going to be right. We just make an assumption that if you, if you like our articles, you respond to that whole age, but boldly idea that you have, um, you are going to be like-minded with the other women. And I always say, for me, the women who come on these trips, I say they are yes women. And I, what I mean by that is that their default is yes. You know, let's, you know, if somebody presents an opportunity, it's yes, you know, versus the default of like, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure. It's more 
you're just you're naturally wanting to to take to try things and and do things and um so i and i've seen that so many times on these trips i just it's it's just amazing to watch and it happens so quickly i mean even like there's no like awkward first date kind of thing even women who travel by themselves i mean we most every trip has a few women who are just there and they don't know anybody else and they that's how brave they are you know they just like i'm gonna try this and they come and they it's so quick how they get folded in to, with everyone else and and it's it's beautiful it's one of my favorite things it means the most to me is to see that kind of thing happening and you know after these trips the funny thing is that we have a tech we always have a text group for each trip so we can communicate about different things going on and those text groups stay really active afterwards i mean at the the trip we did to paris last year I mean, seriously, people are, they still are checking in with each other, sending little updates, or if somebody is going to be in a, another person's city, they they do reunions. I was just in Austin, back in Austin earlier this, um, well, I guess it was March, um, and um, there were several people who, at the, who were going to be from the Paris trip who were going to be in Austin at the same time, and there's several people who are from Austin. So we all had a big get together and there were about eight of us. Uh, and, you know, it's just that we're we really feel like we're we're friends. I feel like I have all kinds of new friends from, from that. And, um, you know, the same with our Inca Trail trip, uh, just as a, these these are just current examples. Uh, it happens with all the trips. But this current example was, you know, we did the Inca Trail and, and we actually considered ourselves a family. The, the guide on the trip, he started referring to us um, as on the Inca Trail. He referred to us as family. And we were just kind of laughing about that. Like maybe he just he just looked in the English, a Spanish to English translation and found a word for a group of people. And it said family. And that's why he's calling us family. We were la sort of laughing about that. But then we realized soon enough that, no, that's a pretty good description. We feel we feel like family. And uh, we still call each other family on our text group. And two of the women um, on the Inca Trail hike decided they wanted they were going to get a little tattoo to come on the trail. They said, if I make it through this hike, I'm going to get a tattoo. And I said, I'll get one with you. And so I did. We the three of us got went and got tat little tiny tattoos on the on our ankles <laughs> with that something that had significance to to the Incan uh culture. And um, so, you know, it's just that kind of those kind of connections. And it's just, you know, it's I think it's hard to to at this age to really find that level of, of connection and, and camaraderie uh, where where people are fun and interesting and and, and tolerant and, and beautifully accepting of, of others, you know, like like I said, you know, people who come on the trips and don't know each other, everybody kind of opens their heart and like, yes, come with that. Come, you are, you know, it's all all of us together. That's really beautiful. Yeah, I did that um, that trip with a group of women, that Inca hike. And oh, I think part, yes, I was, it was hard. I did it in 2011. I am so impressed. Good for you. Oh, it was hard. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I imagine I, I, you guys were congratulating yourselves on your achievement as oh, well. Oh, <laughs> yes. And so the other thing that, you know, uh, first, a couple of funny things is I did that the first, I hiked that the first time in 2009, I, I can't remember, yeah, 2009 with my then husband and my two sons who were 10 and 8 or, and um, it was so hard. I mean, I was like almost crying at certain points. This time I was a little worried. Yeah, I was 13 years older and I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to have any trouble being so much older, blah, blah, blah. This time it was easier. And the reason is uh, the first time I was trying to not lag behind my my husband and my sons and not be the one, you know, dragging the group behind. And um, this time with the, these women, we we all took it easy. There was no no pressure, no competition or whatever. You know, it was just everybody was so supportive. And I just made sure that we went slowly for so everyone could do it comfortably. And it was hard, but but it it was easier for this time than when I was 13 years younger. So wow, that is so cool. Yeah. It says uh, something about what but you know, being with a group of women on something, you know, traveling with a group of women where we're all you know really supportive of each other. Well, I think my uh, our tour guides were not used to having women. So we actually were slower because we had more pee breaks and just slower. I mean, someone when yeah. women got sick, you know, did physically sick and um so it yeah it, it was a, a hard trip kudos to all of you <laughs> oh but the other thing we did this is like a next tribe touch for for the inca trail so we did you know we camp you camp on the trail as you know and uh we had a you know beautiful tour operator but um with great food and everything but still we were camping so when we got to Machu Picchu, as you might know from having done this, there's a gorgeous hotel right at the base of Machu Picchu. Yeah. Very expensive. We booked one night in that hotel and spent a luxurious night having body treatments. That is the next tribe way. <laughs> Love that. Gonna have to book one of these trips. I know. <laughs> well, um, you have so much going on, Jeannie, but what gets you most excited these days? I think, you know, planning trips uh, and just thinking of new ways to bring women together. I mean, we're at this stage where women are coming to us who have done who have smaller. Um, uh, maybe they've done smaller tri trips as on their own, you know, arrange them. But uh, we're going to start partnering with some people. So we're going to, as I said, we're going to do add India. I just had somebody call me about adding Bali to our, our uh, list of, of destinations. So that's what gets me excited. And to just to look for, I really look forward to, to seeing women together in these, in these locations. The travel and the connections are the things that, that keep me going. It's funny because when I started Next Tribe, my, my big passion was for, is for writing. I love good writing and it's been my life. Um, and I still love that, but, but my passion has changed from getting the good writing in to really promoting women in this age group, changing the idea about what it, what this time of life it is and can be. And I think, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of my work is to, is to just show 
other women and show other people at large that that we can do much more than we're given credit for what we're what you know the the stereotypes about this age just do not hold and they're 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 unfortunately holding a lot of women back that that this idea of like there's certain things you can and can't do at this age and another thing that um that I feel really passionate about is this idea that you know we 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 encounter ageism uh, for sure, but way to start breaking down ageism, I think, is to start with breaking down the ageism that you might hold in your own mind, meaning your feelings about what women what 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 you can do at this age and what you can't. So I think you that's where you start, and th- and that's what I'm really committed to is to tr- show examples through through what I do and through um, the articles we write, through the kind of trips we take, is to show that the possibilities are limitless and you, sh- and you shouldn't be holding yourself back in your own mind. So true. I mean, that's that the ageism really starts with our ageism against ourselves a lot of times, right. doesn't it? Yes, that's true. So we want we want to we want to break that because uh that's it's so liberating and um you know there's we all and i think you know I, I, and i know i sound i hope i don't sound too everything's always rosy i know that at this age there's a lot of there are hardships and with health and life changes i did go through divorce uh, about a year and a half ago and it was it was pretty tough and um but you know, it was, I was in a long marriage. It was a very successful marriage, and um, in in many ways, meaning we raised two beautiful children, and we traveled a lot. We had a good time, but it was just a phase of life that that unfortunately was coming to an end. It wasn't working anymore, and so I, um, you know, one thing I I think about a lot is that, you know, if you're in a <clears throat> in a situation, you can't change the circumstances. So I couldn't change the fact that I was getting divorced, but what I can change is my attitude. And so I was trying to, you know, focus my attitude and my, and my mind on what, again, what was possible, not on what I had lost or, or the, the plans for my future that had now just completely done a U-turn uh, and I think that that whole that idea holds for aging as well. You can't change the fact that you're aging. Um, you're gonna age, and the only thing you really can change, besides trying to you know exercise and eat right, but the only thing you really can change is your attitude about it. So I am. Um, I hope through the articles and through you know just relating some of my own experiences, people can start. See, changing their attitude about aging. Yes. Well, you are preaching to the choir here, Jeannie. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, it has been such a pleasure to learn more about Next Tribe and your background. And thank you so much for being here with us today. I sure appreciate it. I'd love to have some of your listeners come on a trip or at least check us out at nexttribe.com. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nancy. You've been listening to the Glowing Older Podcast.